Your day has just begun. Yeah! But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah! Hashtag Utah Jazz. Joe underhand scoop to Donovan. Splits the defense, gets in the lane, high right hand floater up and in. Donovan put both feet down and just jack in the box up high above the defense. Floated up and in, Utah by 11. Favors, hands to Clarkson. Clarkson will fire a three. Oh my, Jordan Clarkson is shooting at a hula hoop. Clarkson is 9 of 12. He's got six threes. Here's Ben on a drive into the lane. Right hand lamp. He's done it again. Quinn Snyder calls timeout. Ben Simmons going left to right. He's got 38. Ingles blocks to come back in. Clarkson left corner three. Got it. It's a franchise record. Eight three in a game for Jordan Clarkson. Jordan Clarkson comes off the bench to score 40 points. Ben Simmons goes for 42. The Jazz get the win. They beat Philadelphia 134-123. PK, that is eight in a row and 19 of the last 20. Are you running out of superlatives or did Walter Cronkite bless you with quite the vocabulary? Well, I mean, I think we all know the answer to that question. (laughs) (laughs) What is going on? We're, we're out of superlatives. Okay. So we're just laughing instead. Sounds good. Because it's redonkulous. It is redonkulous. It so, is completely my, redonkulous. My thing is, it, it's crazy. I mean, they're 19 and 1 in the last 20. I and mean, that, that's just all time. I mean, it, it's not an all time record. Somebody's going, we know teams have gone 20 and 0, very few. But they keep winning ball games, and I keep turning on the whatever programs and listen to NBA radio yesterday. And it's, oh, man, everything is a year but. Yeah, but, I should say. Yeah, but, you know, the playoffs and blah, blah, blah. There's only one guy, and I listened to NBA radio a whole bunch yesterday for some reason. And and I watched the jump. I hardly ever do that. <laughs> and uh, But I wanted to make sure, you know, just uh, just to watch this stuff. It's this time of year. What else am I going to do? I'm not going to be doing yard work or golfing, obviously. And there's one guy, one guy who stood up for them during the interviews that I saw and heard. And that man, you know him well. It was Thurl Bailey. They had him on uh, NBA radio. And so saying, yeah, they're contender. And, yeah, I put that out the other day. I put it out as a joke. Antonio Daniels doesn't think that (laughs) Mitchell should be. I mean, it was – I guess I should have inserted joke. If you took that seriously, the joke's on you, my friends. Uh, So – I guess there's that stuff out there, man. And even Ryan Smith in his interview on television said, you know, they don't give out trophies in February, which I think they should. And if you're going to give out a trophy for the Jazz right now, what would it be? Because we don't have enough trophies. You get Growing up, you get trophies for everything, participation trophies. But then, like, you got a trophy for Wooden City something or other, something or other of the year. You know, I presented you with a trophy. And now you don't get trophies, so you get all this love as a kid, and then it drops off. I think they should get a trophy for for having the best record in the first half, or something like that. I have seen uh, Jalen Rose stick up for the Jazz, but it is it is a short list. It, these things just don't come around very often, so who knows what June and July hold? I mean, if we've seen anything the last couple weeks. 
you know, team's health can change pretty quickly. So you just got to enjoy it for what it is. But how often do you see jazz teams go on a roll like this for a month or two? I, I guess if you're, you know, if you're 45 or you remember when the statues did it, but it just doesn't happen that often. And it's you just better savor it when you're going through it. I mean, you can worry about what comes later, later. You just don't get runs like this very often. And they got down by 14 against Philadelphia. And normally that would lead to a lot of negativity on Twitter. But I think everybody's just waiting. Well, when are they going to go on a run? And how big is the run going to be? And how long before this game gets close again? And they had the lead in the second quarter. They had the lead at halftime. They never trailed again. Yeah, double-digit leads unless they're 30 in the first half. Sure, but Twitter isn't a place for rationality. Get the hell off Twitter. (laughs) No. (laughs) What are you on Twitter for? (laughs) Jazz fans are there, and everyone expected them to go on a run, and they did. Jazz fans, at best, best they're going to be 20% of jazz fans because that's so many people on Twitter in in the real world. So it's a small, small minority here. Well, Tobias Harris had 36, Ben Simmons had 42, but with uh, Embiid out, they didn't have that many guys to go with him, and the Jazz gets six guys into double figures. And Hey, we don't know how to defend these guys. We gave up 123 points. Let's just go score 134. It's another example of a team that can, that can win different ways. And on this night, it was just outscore. You know, on another night, they're able to defend. One night, it's... Uh, Mitchell going off. Another night it's Ingles, and tonight it's Clarkson. The loss of Embiid had no bearing on it because those two guys wouldn't have been scoring that many points. Yep. So the Jazz are off tonight. They're going to play the Clippers tomorrow, and they're going to play the Clippers again Friday, both those games in L.A. And the Clippers played last night as well. Let's get to the NBA. Hashtag NBA. Draymond up top, Mulder screens for Curry. Curry gets open. Three ball good. You knew it was going in as soon as he released it, his seventh of the night. Irving played by Robinson. Pulls up from three and hits. 40 for Kyrie Irving. 132 to 117 nets. 9 of 11 from three is Kyrie Irving. Come on. Up top, Randall. Deep three pointer. And it's good for Julius Randall. Knicks keep the possession alive, quickly saves it, and Randall with a 40-point night. A lot of highlights from around the league there. The Clippers beat the Miami Heat 125-118. And PK, they did it without their stars. Got to be impressed with that. Six guys in double figures. No Kawhi Leonard, no Paul George. No problem. Clippers win again. Yeah, this is great news for the Jazz. Because Marquise Morris is not going to shoot 6 of 8 from 3 and uh, 11 of uh, 15 from the field very often. And oh, that's Marcus Morris. I said his other twin brother. But Marcus isn't going to do that. Uh, I don't know that Coffee, some kid out of Minnesota, is going to go 5 for 7. Uh, Zubac is not going to go 9 for 11. Just, they're, they're not that good. So they had big, huge games. And they shot 55% from the field and 47% from three. They're not capable of doing that two, three games in a row. So this guarantees the Jazz a minimum of a split. Guarantee. The other highlights you heard in there, you heard uh, some big nights. Julius Randle, 44 points. The Knicks beat the Hawks, 123-112. to 112. 
Also, uh, Bradley Beal, a big game. He had 37 points as the Wizards took down the Rockets 131 to 119. And Steph Curry, a 36 point game. Warriors picking up a win. They blew out Cleveland 129. To 98. That's because they sat Andre Drummond, and then our man Draymond Green went off about it afterward. Did you he see that? He does not like the double standard. Yeah, James Harden wasn't playing hard at the end in Houston. Nobody's going to argue that. Yeah, I saw it. He's talking about Drummond and how it's yeah. such, such a double you standard. You've got to be a professional if they sit you because they want to trade you. But if you want them to trade you, then you're a bad guy. And it's a double standard, and quite frankly, he's very upset with that. And before the game, Cavaliers coach J.B. Bickerstaff, whose father, of course, was an NBA coach, uh, said the decision to sit Drummond came only after consulting both Drummond and his agent about the situation. (laughs) Uh, And they're doing it with Blake Griffin in Detroit. And Troy Weaver used to be here with the Jazz. Yep. Extensive conversation with Blake's representatives has been determined that we begin working to facilitate a resolution. I mean, so... So apparently, like, everybody there in those two situations is on the same page, but somebody didn't Somebody didn't get Draymond on the same page. Well, the thing about Draymond is... <laughs> he said might they, worry about this week, because uh, yeah. next week he'll have another one. But, and, when he's talking about Harden, they castrated Harden. I'm like, who, who not, did that? What? What are you talking about? Why do why do, in our country it you'd rather be the victim than not? Oh man. Go ahead and be the victim. The world is going to go on with or without you playing the victim. Play the victim all you want. What difference does it make? Lakers star Anthony Davis gonna miss at least two to three weeks with calf strain, suffered Sunday, also re-aggravated the Achilles tendinosis that he missed two games with last week. So now I don't think there's anybody who follows the league who expects to see him before the NBA All-Star break. And then afterwards, we'll have to see. He'll be reevaluated then, and then we'll see how, how much longer they want to rest him, but at least through the break. Seems. This is so awesome. I got a source. I got a source. <laughs> 11.56 Sunday, p.m. I was awoken, awakened, uh-huh. with a text that said, AD's down until after the All-Star break. Makes sense, but it'll bummer that he'll miss the first Jazz matchup. <laughs> I got a source. Did you tweet it out, though? Come on, PK. No, I'm not on Twitter on that. I, mean, I, I The more you two run to Twitter, you know what that's going to make me do. That's going to make me go the other way. It was almost midnight. I would have been irritated, except I didn't have to get up early the next day because we were off yesterday. <laughs> So it literally woke me up because I didn't silence my phone. And uh, I read it. Uh, oh, okay, well, there you go. Breaking news. My source inside the Laker organization. And then I went back to bed. I figured, well, this is Adrian's job. Let him do it tomorrow. I did text DJ, though, when I woke up. He did. <laughs> Just text me. I'll tweet it out for you. Uh, I didn't tweet it out either. Because <laughs> he didn't believe me. No, I did believe you. I absolutely believed you. DJ and PK. Play the victim. Hashtag college basketball. BYU basketball gets a verbal commitment from Atiki Ali. Atiki Ali Atiki? Correct. Atiki Ali Atiki. 
He's been playing for the London Basketball Academy in Ontario, Canada for two years. Had offers from San Diego State, West Virginia, Oklahoma. Has decided to go to BYU. It's a verbal commitment. So the recruiting will continue until the papers are signed. Wow, this is crazy. He was playing uh, uh, for a team in London in California. Right? No, not that Ontario. Ontario, Canada. Oh. Well, I'm a U.S. guy. If you're going to say Ontario, I'm going to think the United States. The Ontario airport. The one L.A. Yeah, airport I haven't flown into. you never been to Ontario? Huh? I've never flown into Ontario. That's okay. Well, okay. I've, I found out in that airport that Frank Sinatra had died. Random association. I like it. <laughs> I, was, I, was de- I found out in that airport that Mike Piazza was traded. So I've been in and, out, in and out of that airport many times. Well, you can't have enough big guys if you're going to compete with Gonzaga, so hopefully he can play. Yes. Yeah, I, I they need have big any guy. clue. No idea either. Utah forward Michael Jontanen has departed the program temporarily to join the Finnish national team to play in the EuroBasket qualifier games. He's expected to rejoin the team at the end of the month. PK highly unusual. It's next week, but uh, how long? Well, how long will it take for college basketball to catch on in this in this country if people don't prioritize the competition here? I don't know how long will it take for soccer if people don't prioritize the competition exactly. here. <laughs> so if you're going to rip on them, you better rip on your precious soccer. <laughs> so <laughs> they do it all the time. This is this is news. The other one isn't really news. Nope. It's, the other one happens all the time. And yeah. this is there've been there've been a lot of foreign players at US colleges. St. Mary's obviously. For those of us here, it's probably the team that's had the most guys, but they've been all over the place, including in local programs. Brazilians yeah. at BYU and and I mean this kid's here because obviously, you know, back in the day Hano Metala was here. Yeah, and you just read Buchos Buchos Galley is going to <laughs> Buchos, take off. Buchos Galley. <laughs> he has yeah. no lateral quickness. So the, the thing about it is that Larry committed to allowing him to do that. So Larry said yes. I, I think we, we know, and I've been saying this for years, foreign guys, once you bring them in, this is their second priority. I mean, even in the NBA. Would you rather win an Olympic gold with your national team, or would you rather win an NBA title? If they're 100% being honest, they're going to tell you an Olympic gold with their national team. That's just the way it is. Doesn't mean they don't ball out over here by any stretch. So they can coexist easily. But the national means way more. To the American, if you were to ask Donovan Mitchell, it would be about winning an NBA title. Absolutely. Anytime you hear the uh, Shaq getting on Barkley, well, I got an Olympic medal. You don't ever hear that, right? (laughs) Whereas you'd be national heroes if you did it wherever else in the world. It's just not the same. And we don't want to have real talk on this because somehow we think we're getting – I don't think you're getting gypped on it. This is just the way it is. This is the way they believe. And then you had the COVID situation, which screwed up the calendar. And then thirdly, what the hell are the Utes playing for? So why not? Utes will be playing the Oregon schools this week. 
DJ. What do you do? Yeah, I know. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. Uh, our goals are going to be pretty simple. It's to win championships, um, to get in the college football playoffs, and, uh, you know, we're, we're excited about that, and then to play in New Year's Six Bowl games. That's Gus Malzahn. He is the new head coach at UCF. Five years, $11.5 million. Of course, he was at Auburn. They let him go. He was 68-35 and 35 overall. 37-29 and 29 in the SEC over eight seasons. And if he has some success at UCF, where they've had some pretty good teams, he'll be back in the SEC or the ACC. or Somebody will come calling. So, I mean, he can announce all the team goals he wants. and His goal will be get back into a Power 5 gig. Really? You think so? Yeah, I do. Okay. Oregon Ducks starting quarterback Tyler Shuck entered his name into the NCAA transfer portal as a grad transfer over the weekend. He'll have three seasons of eligibility remaining wherever he lands. Uh, A little surprising here, PK, because he played so much and he seemed to be the future, but he didn't get to play as much in the bowl game. They had another vet they wanted to play. They've got another four-star recruit coming in, and Tyler Shuck is out of there. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I mean, he got benched. Was it the the festival? Uh, Brown, Boston College. Anthony Brown. Boston College kid came in and... And this, uh, he's a Phoenix kid, this Shuck. And so this uh, star recruit you speak of, his name is Thompson. And he's a Phoenix kid. <laughs> <laughs> so the talent continues to flow one way out of the Grand Canyon State. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. Former NFL wide receiver Vincent Jackson was found dead yesterday in a Florida hotel room. According to the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office, he played in the NFL for 12 years, was All-Pro three times, played in San Diego with the Chargers, in Tampa Bay with the Bucks. hasn't played in the league since 2016, still not even 40 years old yet, and he's 38. Uh, that was shocking news, no sign of uh, foul play. Twins Marquise and Mike Pouncey, who started for the Steelers and Chargers as centers, announced their retirement from the NFL together over the weekend. Twins doing everything together, PK. I think that's awesome, you know, because they're really like 31, 32 years old. Made a lot of money, played a lot of games, get out of there, and uh, got a lot of stuff that you probably want to do, and you have the finances probably to go do it. And the Friday news dump, Jaguars... Chris Doyle was only briefly the Jaguars. Chris Doyle, but too much blowback there, and he went to Urban Meyer, conveniently on a Friday night, and decided he was out of here. Well, Urban Meyer, if you're expecting him to hire a bunch of Boy Scouts, you're probably kidding yourself. That's not what he does. I mean, we know in Florida he had so many guys arrested. We know Ohio State with the coach and all that stuff. It's just it's not who he is. He's looking to win. I, I, on some level, I'm bothered by this because, Urban, you told us you did all your work. I, I, I guess I don't understand how you can justify it and then not have it happen. Why spend all that time justifying it? If you believe in something and you believe that you're right, like uh, Mark Cuban, what? 
you didn't want to play the anthem or you weren't sure about it? I don't know. Or the NBA players, they knelt in the summer because it was a just cause and now the cause is over? In the, in that way? And and what, what what is going on here as far as that? And I don't know this guy's background and all the stuff that he said that is accused of doing is just awful. I don't want to make sure that that's abundantly clear. But, you know, we've got on video a, a guy punching a girl. And he's, he's going into his fifth year into the NFL. So it comes down to how much blowback do you get then? <laughs> and Urban only did it because he got blowback from somebody inside the organization? Well, I don't know. I have another no executive or the owner? I can't imagine anything else that made Urban do it. I don't, I don't think he cares what's written or said, so I can't imagine it was that. And I could be wrong, but I just can't imagine that. I assume somebody inside the organization didn't like it, whether it's, you know, the owner, you know, front office. Well, I don't assume anything, yeah. so I have no idea. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Well... We're all going to be shoveling snow. But elsewhere in the world, pitchers and catchers begin reporting for spring training. Arizona and Florida ramping up. Major League Baseball season scheduled to begin April 1st. And here it is, February 16th. Pitchers and catchers going to work, PK. Get on a plane. Get to the Valley of the Sun. Opening day is 44 days away. I follow MLB and they have this countdown. And every morning I look at it and I feel better. (laughs) The smaller that number gets. Because you really like to watch baseball or because you know it means better weather for us? Well, I think obviously it's both in that situation. But, yeah, I mean, this is is more of a childhood thing rather than a Phoenix thing and a uh, Los Angeles thing. Because the advent of spring in those two communities are nice, but the problem with Phoenix is that means the summer is that much closer, and those are just awful, and they last so long. They last a good May to, to November, uh, the end of October, just blistering heat. And one of the reasons why these kids leave, because they're so sick of it. Uh, but uh, when I was a kid, man, I just couldn't wait for spring. I hated winter, even as a kid. Uh, I've told this story. I would look at the Sunday paper, the Star-Ledger, and see when the Mets and Yankees were going to play their spring training games and which games were going to be on television. And they would start like 1 o'clock. And I took the bus to school. Even as a first grader, I took the bus to school. And if they were on, I would sprint home to watch the last couple of innings, knowing that, man, it's going to be closer, even realizing spring comes way earlier here than it does in those places. And so I'd watch number 97, you know, who had no chance in those first few, you know, those games. <laughs> the spring they, training, by the way, if you're yeah. getting home at the seventh or eighth inning, yeah. man. <laughs> the starters, they are... They are out after two at-bats. Thanks for playing. Who's up yeah. to bat right now? Yeah. I don't know. And I would just wish it would get here so soon and then opening day. Opening day in baseball just reminds me of my childhood. And things that you have positive memories from your childhood, I think they stay with you your whole life. And if you have an opportunity, even a sliver, to relive that, I think all of us, whatever, whatever that childhood memory is, it doesn't have to be baseball. It could be anything. If you have a positive memory, it could be a song. It could be going to a place that you went with your parents and siblings to get ice cream. Whatever it might be. Neither friends. Have a positive memory from your childhood. It literally will stay with you your whole life. And it will be a warm memory for you forever. I only went to Neither Franks because that's where Grandpa took Dad when he was a little kid. So 
Peter Frank's Family Ice Cream, National City. And I'm living in New Jersey where the winters are brutal. And to know Florida, and everything there was Florida. Everybody talked about Florida. Of course, so naturally, I I looked west because everybody was always talking about South Florida. So, you know, I had to go the opposite direction and ended up getting in the, living into that part of the country. Uh, sort of somewhat ironic for me. But, yeah, I'm excited. That's spring, especially here, man. Who doesn't like spring? We had a lot of rain in the spring, but we also get some nice days, and then summers here are just gorgeous. Former Utah baseball star C.J. Corona has signed a minor league deal with the Colorado Rockies. He's 31 now, and he had season-ending surgery after suffering ligament damage in his left knee in 2020. So... Give it another shot, PK. Former Ute, Mr. Cron. Yeah. You can can overcome the knee stuff. That doesn't have to be. I mean, it could be career-ending, but it doesn't have to be. Well, his brother is in the minor leagues. His dad is a high school coach in Arizona, so he'll probably be a... Some type of baseball guy forever and ever, and good for him. And if he doesn't make a bag, he's already played in the bigs a number of years, and so he's realized the dream. Right, we're going to get to college football. There's word, I'm getting word that Utah is strongly being considered for a uh, DB transfer out of Oklahoma, and he was a five-star kid. So uh, we'll see if that plays out. That would be a great addition to their football team. You mean Hadley Riles, Boogie? Yeah, that's the, what's his first name though? I mean, they call him Boogie, but what's his first name? I don't know his first name. Is. Like I don't know. It's, I know it's Boogie Hadley Riles is what yeah, most people call, call him. Boogie, right? But uh, his buddy, his best buddy, is this pleasure kid, this running back from Oklahoma, transferred already to Utah, and they they've known each other, played together a little bit before college. So that will be a great addition if it comes to pass. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There's no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, our basketball insider, Steve Cleveland, will be here at 830. Andrew Greif, Clippers writer for the LA Times at 930. The Jazz picking up a victory. The question of the day as the beat goes on. We will get to that next, Jazz fans. Stay with us.